Hello, good day. This is Eugene Capis of John 1.14 Podcast. The Holy Bible is our greatest tool of experiencing God in our life. As it holds testimonies and manifestations of God's unconditional love for us, it is our instrument to learn more about our Catholic faith, allowing us to know God's wisdom, experience Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, making us the Church of Christ for others. The liturgical Bible study is a tool that will surely lead us to this. The LBS is ideally done once a week that would focus on the readings of the upcoming Sunday Mass. It will go through a process of dissecting the Gospel, first reading and second reading, to get the central message of the readings and how it is applicable to our lives. I encourage everyone listening to open their Bible and join us to know more of our faith. So joining us today for this LBS podcast is my own family. So the Capis family, uh, Mommy Irene, Kuya Yuri, Kuya TJ, and Ia. So good day to you and welcome to John 1.14 podcast. Good day. Hello. Good day to you. Hello, this is TJ. Okay. And also welcome to the podcast, our brothers and sisters from Japan, from New Zealand, from the Philippines, from UK, from UAE, from Canada, from Uruguay, Vietnam, US, and in Thailand. Let us start with an opening prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come in your presence. We offer to you our time and ourselves. Open our hearts, open our minds, permit us to participate in this liturgical Bible study. We knock on your door of knowledge. Allow us entry to move closer to you. We seek your wisdom and the gift of understanding. We ask for the grace of knowledge. Allow us to focus on the words. Let there be more of you and less of us. Remove from us any feelings of unworthiness. We offer you in a special way the people who are listening right now. Wherever they may be, whatever situation they may find themselves in, we ask, O Lord, that you allow them to learn with us. As they open their Bible and join us in reading and understanding the liturgy, send your Holy Spirit to empower and enlighten us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So today's text will be taken from the readings of the upcoming Sunday, 31st of December, 2023. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke, chapter 2, verse 22 to 40. When the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, they took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Jesus, as it is written in the law of the Lord, every male 
that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord, and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young figions in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death, before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit in the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform to the, the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, now, Master, you may, be, may let your servant go in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory for your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed and what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted. And you yourself a sword will pierce, so that they, the thoughts of many hearts may be rebuilt. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Panuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived seven years when her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to, to you, you O Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. Okay. So, quite a long uh, gospel. So we will explore the gospel text. We will go into the detail of the text, decoding it verse by verse. So I will facilitate by asking questions, visualize the text. You, on the other hand, will look for answers from the text or verses that will shed light and understanding on the reading. Okay, so are you ready? Let's do this. Okay, so we start with the Kuya. Okay, so Yuri. Um, in Luke chapter 2, verse 22. So, for the setting. So, when did the gospel event took place? When the days were completed for their purification. Okay. So, on the same um, verse 22, um, Ia, what did Joseph and Mary did? According to the law of Moses, they took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Okay, so TJ, in Luke chapter 2 verse 23, so what was uh, the 
what was written law that they are abiding to? Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice. Okay. And Luke chapter 2 verse 24, mommy. So what offering was required? And to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with their di- the dictate in the law of the Lord. Okay. So now let's proceed to Luke chapter 2 verse 25, Yuri. What was the name of the man introduced in the gospel? Simeon. Okay. So h- how was he described? He was righteous and devout. He awaited the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him. Okay. In Luke chapter 2 verse 26, yeah, what was the revelation to Simeon? It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. Okay. So in Luke chapter 2 verse 27, Kuya TJ, what did Simeon do? He came in the Spirit into the temple. Okay, in parallel, so what was happening to Joseph, Mary, and Jesus? Uh, The parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him. Okay. Mommy, in Luke chapter 2, verse 28, so, what did Simeon do upon seeing the baby Jesus? He took him into his arms and blessed God. Let's proceed in Luke chapter 2, verse 29, Yuri. So, what did Simeon said? Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word. Can you continue on Luke chapter 2, verse uh when uh, 30 uh, yeah uh, for my eyes have seen your salvation okay. in Luke chapter 2 verse 31 Kriti J so what did Simeon said that the Lord did the Lord prepared in sight of all the peoples in Luke chapter 2 verse 32 mommy what did the Lord prepared. The Lord prepared a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people Israel. Okay. In Luke chapter 2 verse 33, Kuya Yuri, how did Joseph and Mary reacted to what was said about Jesus? Uh, they were amazed. Okay. In Luke chapter 2 verse 34, yeah. What did Simeon do? Um, he, did. he blessed them. Okay. So, on the same verse, 34, uh, TJ, what did Simeon said to Mary? Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted. Okay. In Luke chapter 2, uh, verse 35, Mommy. What prophecy did S- S- Simeon said to Mary? And you yourself a sword will pierce, so that he thoughts of many hearts may be rebuilt. Okay. 
Then, let's proceed to uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 36. So, another character was introduced. So, who was she? A prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. So, on the same verse 36, how was Anna described? She was advanced in, your, in her years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage. So, Kuya TJ, in Luke chapter 2, verse 37, so what happened to Anna? She never left the temple. Uh, and she worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. Okay, in Luke chapter 2, verse 38, Mommy. Uh, when Anna saw the baby Jesus, what did Anna do? And coming forward at that very time, uh, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. Okay. Kuyuri, in Luke chapter 2, verse 39, so when did the family of Joseph, Mary, and Jesus return to Nazareth? They returned when they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord. And on the last verse, uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 40, Tia, what happened to Jesus in Nazareth? He grew up and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Okay. So, now, um, we, okay, so then we, after doing it verse by verse, we Uh, return actually to the to the verses and then we ask ourselves which line struck you the most okay so let's have a try to have a go with it okay so allow me to do it first so um, on Luke chapter 2 verse 22 what struck me there is that they present Jesus to the Lord. Right? So, they were there. They already had a nice little family. They were starting. Right? But what they did is they presented the baby Jesus to the Lord according to the custom. So, which is honor the Lord with your first fruits, with your children. Right? That is why it is it is a sight to behold when parents bring their children to the mass to offer them to the Lord, right? Because that is what is really uh, should be done. Okay, and somehow there is they also said completed days for purification, right? Because At that time, when when there is a, a, a birth, so th- there is somehow an unpurified. So they have to go and bring the child to um, to the temple for purification. Anyone would like to have a go at it?
Luigi. The most striking phrase for me was the verse 23, where it says, Just as it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord. So it's saying that everyone who is born shall be consecrated to the Lord. So everyone is called to serve uh, no matter who you are. If you are born, uh, you are already consecrated to the Lord, as it's written. Yes. The, the, the thing about that one is, okay, somehow, it is not that it is a patriarch family, but the family will, will, always, be, will always be consisted of, of a male and a female, right? And everyone must be willing participants to form a family. But the male is actually showing a leadership role into the family that they should be consecrated to the Lord. Because what happens if, if the male of the family is not consecrated to the Lord and somehow they are the ones who will lead the family? That's why there are, there are many families that is, if they don't consecrate themselves to the Lord, they don't lead their families to the Lord. Anyone else? For uh, verse 24, uh, the most striking or impactful word or phrase I guess the sacrifice in order we have to sacrifice uh, in accordance with what was dictated in the law of the Lord. Okay. The, the, the sacrifice, the Bible is actually full of representations. Then you may ask, why turtle doves, right? <laughs> it's, it's in the 12 days of Christmas. Why turtle doves? The turtle doves and young pigeons, they represent Fidelity and trust. Okay? And the pigeons signify the peace, the love, tranquility. So, those are representations. Okay? And, and those are what is being offered. Not because they are cheap, but, but because they represent the, the fidelity, trust, peace, love, and tranquility. Okay? Another... Um, uh, striking and impactful word uh, to me is okay. From verse twenty-five to thirty-five was actually the introduction of a man, Simeon, and from thirty-six to thirty-eight was actually a woman. So I, I was actually taking it cumulatively. So there was there were verses related to the man. There was, uh, there was a promise to a man whose name is Simeon and also a promise to a woman whose name was Anna. So each and everyone has a promise given by the Lord. So specifically for Simeon that what? 
he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. That was the promise to him. Even though he is already an old at old age, he will be seeing Christ the Lord. And to Anna, and to Anna, she she actually is a widower. She is a widow. But she devoted herself to fasting and prayer. Right? Not to gossip and talking about other people. <laughs> she devoted herself to fasting and prayer at an old age, which is uh, 84. See, that's in, in, in the Bible, they say 70 is old, 80 if you're strong. 84 is somehow somehow old and strong. Okay. Anyone else would like to add? Yeah. In verse 39, what struck me The most was uh, when they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord. So they fulfilled everything and not just some of it. Exactly. So the thing about that one is they don't they don't just choose what they will do. They don't cherry pick which one suits their lifestyle. Right, they they fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law. Right, and then that is actually uh, uh, one thing that is also a challenge to everyone. Okay. So then, lastly, on the verse 40, the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of the Lord was upon him. So. You see, raising the child, right? Part of raising the child is is um, presenting the child to the Lord, right? And after presenting the child to the Lord, they went back to Nazareth and they actually let uh, reared him, took care of him, so that. There is a physical and mental preparation with his family. Okay, so it is not not to the Jesus's ministry didn't last long. Two three years, and he is gone. But to be ready for that ministry, right? He also has his own childhood. He also had the things that he has to deal with growing up as an adolescent, right? But Which, which we all can relate with. So all of those prepares us for the thing that we are to do. Okay. So I think... So now, after this, we will proceed to the first reading. All 
A reading from the book of Sirach, chapter 3, verses 2 to 6 and 12 to 14. God set a father in honor over his children, a mother's authority he confirms over her sons. Whoever honors his father atones for sins and preserves himself from them. When he prays, he is heard. He stores up riches who reveres his mother. Whoever honors his father is gladdened by children, and when he prays, is heard. Whoever reveres his father will live a long life. He who obeys his father brings comfort to his mother. My son, be steadfast in honoring your father. Do not grieve him as long as he lives. Even if his mind fails, be considerate of him. Do not revile him because you are in your prime. Kindness to a father will not be forgotten. It will serve as a sin offering. It will take lasting root. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Okay. So, let's understand the text verse by verse. Okay. Uh, For the reading, I will only ask the three of you. Okay. So, Kuya Yuri, on Sirach chapter 3 verse 2, so what did God give to the family? He gave them a father and a mother. A father in honor over his children and a mother authority which he confirms over her sons okay and at Ia so what happens to those who honor their father in in Sirach chapter 3 verse 3 um, they atone for sins and preserves himself for them let's proceed uh, J. in Sirach chapter 3 verse 4 so, what happens when those uh, to those who honor their father? To those who honor their father, when they pray, they are heard. And on the same verse, TJ, so what happens to those who revere their mother? To those who revere their mother, they store up riches. Okay. Uh... Let's proceed. Kuya Yuri, in Sirach chapter 3, verse 5. So what happens to those who honor their father? Uh, he is gladdened by children, and when he prays, he is again heard. Okay. In Sirach chapter 3, verse 6, what reward awaits those who revere their father? Um... Their father will live a long life. Not their father. Oh, whoever reveres his father will live a long life. Okay, that would also that would also be nice for a father to be living a long life. And on the same verse, uh, Tia. So, what does obeying your father bring? Um, he who obeys his father brings comfort to his mother. Okay, so it is linked together right honoring the father and bringing comfort to the mother 
Okay, let's proceed. Kuya TJ, in Sirach chapter 3 verse 12, so what was the reminder of Sirach? Sirach reminds his son to be steadfast and honoring his father and to not grieve him as long as he lives. Okay. So, in Sirach chapter 3 verse 13, how should we treat our father in his old age? Kuya Yuri. Be considerate of him. Do not revile him because you are not in your prime. You are. Because you are in your prime. Okay. So let's not let's not twist that one. And finally, the uh, So what will in Sirach chapter three verse fourteen? What will be your kindness to your father bring you? Kindness to a father will not be forgotten. It will serve as a sin offering. It will take lasting root. Okay. So, I think, okay. So, with this, so we will uh, try to see any connections or similarities, or significant relationships between the gospel and the first reading. Okay. So, let's try to do it. So, and allow me to do it first. So, in the gospel, Luke chapter 2, verse 22 to 40, um, it's actually talking about the family presenting the baby Jesus to the temple according to the custom of the law. Right, bringing back the first fruits, right? Not just the first fruit, but also themselves. They also presented themselves to the Lord. And in in Sirach, it's actually very specific, which is actually yeah, to the father and to the mother. the 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 gospel was talking about how they presented Jesus to the temple, and how. Simeon and Anna was blessed by that one. And in the first reading, it's specific to uh, somehow Sirach was a, a prophet, but it is presenting how there is a how, a how to. People don't know how, but when they really look into the Bible, but okay, some some Bibles they even remove this book, Sirach. So you will know it's a Catholic book if it has this, the book of Zirak. Because it is very specific in talking to us how we should be doing it. Okay. Would you... Uh, did anyone, does anyone else have... Um, can can uh, have any... Um, what? relationship find a significant relationship between the gospel and the first reading in the gospel is obeying the law of god and in the first reading is honoring your parents so it's honor your mother and father it's the same as you uh when you obey god it's the same as you obey your parents and your mother okay nicely said anyone else Okay, so with that, 
at this point, so we will now proceed to the second reading. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Colossians, chapter 3, verses 12 to 21. Brothers and sisters, put on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If one has a grievance against another, as the Lord has forgiven you, so must you also do. And over all these, put on love, that is, the bond of perfection. And let the peace of Christ control your hearts, the peace into which you were also called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, as in all wisdom you teach and admonish one another, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wives, be subordinate to your husbands as in proper in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and avoid any bitterness toward them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this is pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children so they may not become discouraged. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Okay, so let's try to um, understand the text verse by verse. Okay, say with me. So, TJ, so what virtues were asked of the people of Colossia? They were asked to be holy and beloved, have heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Okay. Um, Mommy, um, in Colossians chapter 3, verse 13, what was exhorted to do with one another? Um, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. Okay. So, uh, on the same verse, Mommy, what example was cited in the passage? Uh, the example is, if one has a grievance against another, as the Lord has forgiven you, so must you also do. Timely. And the same on the verse 14, Kuya Yuri. Above all other, uh, those internal virtues, what must be present? Uh, love. That is the bond of perfection. Okay. And then, uh, Atiyah, in... Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. So externally, what must be uh, we allow? We must let the peace of Christ control our hearts and peace into which we are also called in one body. And on the same verse, Atiyya, what must be our disposition? We must be thankful. Okay. 
So let's proceed, Kwetu uh, J. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 16, what must we allow to dwell in us? We must let the word of Christ dwell in us richly. And in all wisdom, we should teach and admonish one another. On the same verse, Kwetu J. So how should we conduct ourselves? We should sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in our hearts to God. Okay. In the next uh, verse, Kuyuri, Colossians chapter 3, verse 17, what was, the re- what was the reminder to be our disposition? Uh, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Okay. And um, timely as it is, on verse uh, 18, Mommy, what was the reminder to the wives? Wives, be subordinate to your husbands as improper in the Lord. Okay. And somehow on verse 19, Colossians chapter 3, verse 19, what was the reminder to the husbands? So I should be answering this one. Husbands, Love your wives and avoid any bitterness toward them. Okay. And then, to on the Colossians chapter 3 verse 20, to all you three, uh, what was the reminder to the children? Obey your parents and everything, for this is pleasing to the Lord. Okay. So, then, um, I will ask, Kuyuri uh, and Kuyuri J. So in as the last verse, Colossians chapter 3, verse 21, what specific instruction was given to the father of the family? Do not provoke your children so they may not become discouraged. Okay. So with this, uh, so I, I think we can also now start to do the connection. Of the three readings. The gospel, the first reading, and then the second reading. So, and and somehow, the theme is uh, true to the theme, which is the Feast of the Holy Family. It is, it is, um, started with the presentation of Jesus in the temple, right? And then, specific instructions on how to honor the father and the mother. And in the second reading is somehow, um, specific instructions still to to the roles that we have in the family to the wife to the father to the husband to the father to the children each has their own role to play and sometimes in a family things got get mixed up right we were shown the perfect family for us to follow. That's why it's always presented in that way. And then, and yeah, um, human as we are, we all strive, right, to, to have a family. And that is what Christmas is all about. Okay. So, I think we are ready to formulate a one-thread message using the connections of the readings.
So we call this message hibla or fiber. So the one thread message or hibla expresses the unity of the three readings. So Kuya TJ, would you like to um, suggest a thread or hibla for our LBS? Honor the Lord with our family by keeping the order of the family. Okay. So, thank you for um, the thread, KTJ. So, our thread is honor the Lord with our family by keeping the order of the family. Okay. And then, we will also pose a reflection question. So, at Ia. Uh, can you propose a reflection question for our LBS? Um, I think we should all ask ourselves, have I been faithful in honoring the Lord through my family? Deep indeed. So have I been faithful in honoring the Lord through my family? Okay, so that is a reflection question. And... Um, also, we should be posing a live the word challenge. Something that is, we call it smart, simple, measurable, attainable, realistic, and even time-bound. So, Kuya Yuri, uh, would you propose a live the word challenge? Uh, I guess it would be attend a church service together as a family and invest as much quality time together yeah this month okay so thank you for the for the uh, live the word challenge uh, so we are challenged to attend a church service together as a family and invest as much quality time together okay so in in this we will pause for a moment of silence. And in closing, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the words that you allowed us to learn. Thank you for the learnings that we received. Thank you to our guests, my family, Mami, Irene, Kuya Yuri, Kuya TJ, Tia, for being available. Thank you for the gift of technology, allowing to reach further to people who needs to hear the liturgy. Thank you to the listeners as they also make themselves available to your grace. Be with us and we lift up to you our preparations for the coming Sunday service. All of this we pray through your Son, Jesus Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. O glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. So was in the beginning, now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. The Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So thank you for being with us, and allow us to be the first one to greet you. A Happy New Year! And hopefully, for the next episode, you will be with us. Peace.